the third verse, God tells the Prophet, He reminds the Prophet, not that the Prophet needs that, this reminder or remembrance or this um, confirmation good given to him by God, you know, when this chapter was being revealed, but God tells him. And obviously as an extension, it, it is something that we would be keeping in mind and that those who were, reveal, who were receiving the Qur'an at the time of its revelation were being told that you, O oh the Prophet, are one of our messengers, you are, the one, you are one of those who have been sent, and that you yourself are on the straight path, the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Now one of the things that we see in the commentary, in the commentary of this particular verse from Tafsir al-Nur, is that the straight path, this Sirat al-Mustaqim, which is mentioned you know, in Surah Al-Fatiha, we, re- we recite this uh, portion, or, or, we, or we ask God to guide us and keep us on the straight path, and many other verses of the Qur'an um, speak about the straight path, is that we understand that the straight path is not necessarily the end, meaning that as much as a person travels on that straight path, they will continue to receive guidance. They will continue to be inspired. They will continue to be enlightened. So it's a path which is continuous. And it's a path which obviously the end of it is to reach, metaphorically speaking, to Allah. It's similar as the example given to a person who goes to school. When a person begins their elementary school, their um, junior high school, high school, their post-secondary education, we say that they're on the path of knowledge. They haven't yet, you know, gotten to the end of whatever their studies are, right? But when you are a student, you are said to be on the path of knowledge, that you are seeking knowledge. You are gaining knowledge on a day-to-day basis. And similar is the straight path, that it is a continuous path. A person cannot say that, you know, the first day they began to traverse it, that they've reached the goal, that they've reached the end, that they've reached the pinnacle of what it means to be on the straight path know that this is a continuous path and God is telling us that the Prophet of Islam is on that straight path and this could also obviously be an understanding or an allusion to the fact that um, when God tells the Prophet that you are one of those whom we have sent and that you are on the straight path that this is also a response to those people around the time of the Messenger of God who criticized him who did not want to believe in him and so they would level baseless accusations against him. The Qur'an shows us in many different verses that when the disbelievers, when they would mock the Prophet, because they couldn't mock the verses of the Qur'an, because these are wise verses, they were full of wisdom, they were full of understandings, and and if they took the time to reflect and contemplate on them, that they would come to a realization, no, they would call the Prophet, they would call the Prophet, for example, that he is a madman, they would say that he is a sorcerer. They would say that he is a poet. They would call him all of these names. right? They would, they would level these accusations, baseless accusations against him because they could not come and debate the Qur'an one-to-one. You could not debate, you can't argue with something which is full of wisdom, which is full of enlightenment. And so they would level these attacks against the Messenger of God and so as a, almost as a form of reconciliation, to give the Prophet, console the Prophet, to let him know that what he is on is the right path. God tells the Prophet that, you know, you are on the straight path, that you are one of our messengers, have no doubt in, you know, and obviously the Prophet would never have doubt, but don't let what these other people are saying about you, against you, 
or against the Quran, don't let it phase you, don't let it stress you out, because you are one of our messengers, and you are on the right path. It is these people who have deviated, and have gone away from the straight path, reflect upon, and that we can use to better understand the content, and to implement the verses that we will be going through in this particular chapter. One of the first things that we see is that God clarifies for us that this Quran is solid and firm. There is no falsehood within it. We may not understand the verses, that is up to us to resolve that dilemma within our own minds and hearts. But God confirms that this book is Al-Hakim, it is all-wise, it is an immutable book, it is firm, it is constant. And we have to make the effort to better understand it and to better understand areas which may seem confusing to us at times. Point number two is that God takes an oath in this introductory passage. And obviously for anybody to take an oath to uh, swear on something, to take a pledge on something, shows the gravity and importance of that thing. But when God does that, it amplifies, it magnifies the importance of what He is swearing upon. And so this shows us again the importance of the Qur'an and the importance of the contents of this life-giving book within our lives. We also see that what we can learn from this verse, and this, this passage of verses rather, is that the Prophet of Islam is not the only messenger that has come to humanity. Many men have come and gone. Many men have been sent by God for the guidance of humanity. And the beloved Prophet Muhammad, may God's peace and blessings be upon him and his family, is but one of those individuals in this chain of prophethood. And last but not least, out of the many points that we can derive from this chapter, from this uh, introductory portion of this chapter rather, is that God, Allah, is Al-Hakim, He is the All-Wise. He refers to His book as being Al-Hakim, as the wise book. And we know that our Prophet is a Prophet of Wisdom. And Therefore, us as believers, as Muslims, as those who are seeking to follow and emulate the Prophet, his family, the Qur'an, and to follow in the guidance of God, we also have to be individuals of firm resolve and determination, and of men and women of wisdom and guidance. We ask God to accept this act of worship, and to allow us to be able to understand Surah Yasin, and to implement its teachings within our day-to-day -day lives. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.